ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I want to throw you a big one, two, three, four, five. That's Brofist coming right at you. Welcome to Drama Time. It is Friday. It has been the busiest, the busiest day. I have been out since LOL o'clock this morning filming for the legacy video in the rain, which meant it sucked. I have literally got home about 25 minutes ago, answered my DMs, got ready for Drama Time. We're good to go. And after this, I'm just going to go lie on the couch with my kids. Way! That's the game plan. I hope you've all had a wonderful week. I hope everybody's feeling tremendous, feeling good, feeling awesome as we get ready for that Shadowlands Alpha, man. It's coming! The server exists! We know it exists. It's existed for like a week now. More and more builds coming out. I think we've had three different Shadowlands builds come out this week alone. Two in a 24-hour period. Yet still, that elusive alpha invite, that uh, alpha liveness, it eludes us. It's not here yet. It's not here yet. All the rumor mongering, all the conversations I had with people who should know when it is coming out, all said this week. So maybe it's tonight. Maybe it's tomorrow. Week doesn't finish till Sunday. Maybe they were really like, we mean this week, but it's like at the end of the week, uh, at the very end. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, we'll find out sooner or later, but that's okay. That's okay. Because it's drama time. And guys, we have a boy in need. <clears throat> we have a man in need. You're not going to like it. <laughs> You're really not going to like it. You're really not going to like it. One little bit. Well, that's okay. That's okay. You're not going to like it, but, you know... It's the way it's got to be, man. It's the way it's got to... Not guilty yet. Not guilty yet. In fact, it's not a guilty or innocent situation. It's a man who can't read social cues. Which you guys all can, right? We're all just social fucking heroes. Every single last one of us. I'm surrounded by people. <clears throat> We're all just the best. We're all just the best. Uh... A girl, let's start with a girl in need. Before we get to the guy in need, let's start with a girl in need. <sighs> a girl, a girl I'm guy. A girl in need, there we go. A girl in need. Okay, we need a bro for this one. <clears throat> we need a bro for this one. We need a bro who's going to get thrown under the under the bus. And Jerick, you will do. Thank you very much for your contribution on the Patreon. Thank you very much, my sir. YouTube appreciates it. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. This is a short one. It's gonna. It's, this is gonna rile you up a little bit, right? This is what we're doing today. This is gonna make you a little bit angry. Then we're gonna get really angry. Do you understand? This is like the ease. I'm easing you in, right? Ever so tenderly. Preacher, I was just introduced to your very entertaining videos by my guildies. And as someone who has been playing for 13 years, I have a story they've prompted me to submit. There'll probably be more in the future, but they are long. My apologies. That's okay. We take the short and the long. So where do I begin? The first scenario takes place at the end of the Burning Crusade. I happen to be female IRL. All right? <laughs> female IRL. And I was all of 19 years old. Fresh out of a meaningful relationship. <sighs> We've got no choice. Those are all red flags. We're going to red alert straight away. There is absolutely no way <coughs> we are dealing with this scenario at all. This is bad. Why are we not going to red alert? What the fuck? I've got this all set up. Get there. Thank you. All right. Red alert. We're going to red alert straight away. This is all red flags. We've got a 19-year-old girl. I'm pressing the button, Chris, and it's just not fucking working. I don't know. I don't know. But we're going to red alert straight away. <clears throat> The work, the effort that I put into my shadow priest, confirmed girl, playing the priest, it all paid off, you know. I found my way eventually into the Sunwell, into a guild that felt welcoming enough. I got on with everyone. I often hung out after raids to shoot the shit, get to know everybody, be a friendly member of the guild. Now our GM, we'll call him Jerick. Especially seemed to enjoy my company. I didn't think anything of it. I was still friendly, naive at the time. And months later, 
Wrath of the Lich King dropped. Raid progress, going well. We're all friends. Enough that we jokingly rib each other, right? Bit of bants, yeah? You fucking suck, you do. Oh, you're worse, mate. You know, gentle stuff. Little bit of a prod. And the guild noticed that Jerick and I often hung out in the small hours of the morning. The interest was clearly mutual. And we began communicating outside of the game as well. Even taking it, ladies and gentlemen, to the good book. Oh, yeah. We did our best to keep it on the down low. But the guild had some memers. As every guild does. And the memers, they weren't having any of it. The memers began memeing. About our little connection. It was usually just the stuff like... Pretty sure, Jarek, you just invited her for tits. Pretty sure, mate. Pretty sure she's only here because boobs. Pretty sure, mate. Now, Jarek, let me tell you about Jarek. Jarek's normally a laid-back guy. He's chill, you know. Doesn't, doesn't let things rile him up. But when these comments started to arrive, he didn't find it funny at all. Not one little bit. He started to get angry. Red-faced. You could tell in the way he was speaking, it was bothering him. Now, I know some of you might think he was being the White Knight, defending his damsel in distress, his milady of all things. But no. He wasn't being White Knighty. Instead, he decided to defend these accusations with, Nuh-uh! No! No way! Her, mate! No way! Fucking no, mate! No! Don't even like her, though! Which, of course, in the eyes of the memers, was a dead giveaway. And thus, the memes intensified. I'll be honest with you guys. I was a little stung by his denial. He clearly did like me. I enjoyed his attention. But I shrugged it off. All in the name of Bants. It was coming up to my one-year anniversary with the guild. Ulduar has released. Jerick and I have grown serious enough to share account information. Oh, yeah. Think about that for a minute. To share account information. So close. The memes continued. And we continued to be the butt of jokes. But he was still getting enraged. He still didn't like people pointing to us. One day, Jerick has had enough. During one of the jokes about my ass, he pipes up. I don't even like her! Tell you what then, I'll fucking prove it. I'll fucking prove it. Fine then. Kicks me from the raid. <laughs> oh, Jerick. <laughs> but he doesn't re-invite me to the raid. While we're all laughing on comms, he invites one of the bench social players. And they carry on all the while without me. <laughs> huh. Huh. Hmm. After the raid, message from Jerick. Let's talk privately. So we do. He apologetically informs me that I have lost my raid spot forever. He's decided that all this bants over comms is stopping progress. And that comms is to be kept now strictly business. He still wants to talk to me on the phone at night. And the reason he's doing this, and this is important, guys, okay? This is important. It's important. Will you please pay attention? It's important. The reason he's doing all this, the reason you can't raid with us anymore, it's because he cares about her. What a guy. What an absolute star-studded legend. I mean, a heart like that. What a guy. Boobs! <laughs> now, if your audience thought I was intelligent enough to heed the screaming of this red flag, checks the alert status, absolutely not, you would be incorrect. I instead accepted a suggestion of his which is, I became the official guild farmer and cheerleader. Nice. Good for you. I mean, at least it's regulation. It's actually written in caps. 
So it was real. Nice, right? Round of applause. Round of applause. Good stuff. I mean, in some ways, it might have been even been a promotion. I took this opportunity, though, to befriend his IRL roommates, who were a couple. They played, but they didn't raid. We continued to speak on the phone often, <coughs> and guild jokes didn't stop. The memers were not going to quit. In fact, the memers decided to escalate. They knew something was going on with me and Jarek. But after his outburst, they came up with a plan. They were going to start pretending to hit on me to see what he would say. <laughs> For weeks, they would keep inviting me to dungeons, to go farming with them, to do all kinds of stuff that they absolutely did not want to do. But just to see if Jarek would say something. And boy, did it work. It worked so fucking well that one night Jarek tells me I shouldn't be on comms on my own with any of the male members of the raid. And he should chaperone, and I use the word chaperone intently, my comms reactions with men as much as possible <clears throat> between all these things so that if anything should ever come up, he can be involved to know the truth. Right? Oh no, I think we're in a good situation here. Right? I think we're in a really 10 out of 10 situation. It's definitely not gone too far. We're okay. After about a month of being chaperoned, I get a message. It's Jarek's roommate's girlfriend. She's managed to get me alone on comms. Look. <laughs> I'm saying this because I really pity you at this point, which is a good message. You always want to hear that from a stranger. You don't know me, but I pity you a lot. Uh, please stop talking to Jarek. He couldn't give a fuck about you at all. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> he really doesn't give a fuck about you. <clears throat> what? What do you mean? What are you talking about? I've been here for a year now. We've been talking on the phone nightly. What? What? Do you have any details? She has details. Late that evening, Jarek asked to call me yet again. All 1.5 of my brain cells decides it's a great idea to ask him about what I found out. He denies everything, of course. Says that she has no idea what she's talking about and that he only has eyes for me. I see her online the next day. Can you prove anything of what you said about Jarek? Just, I'm just saying. Like You've told me all this stuff. He says no. We're in a he said, she said. Dost thou have any proof? Yep, I've got proof. So, half an hour later, she sends me an email full of screenshots, Skype call logs, and nudes featuring the other girl <coughs> in the guild. The healing officer's IRL girlfriend, actually. Well, that'll do it. <laughs> that'll do it right that's good stuff that's good stuff okay yeah well i guess i did ask for proof so all right then <laughs> what do i do let me put it to your audience what would you do nearly a year i've been speaking to this guy every single night he dropped me from the raid team permanently benched me Put me in a title of official guild farmer, which I did. I farmed and farmed and farmed, and I did cheerlead for them. Marry him. <laughs> Drop his news to discords. Well, I decided I will take this knowledge and run. <sighs> Call it a sudden flash of cowardice. Maybe it was clarity. I didn't want any more drama. But I tell you now to this day. Why the fuck did I not expose him? Why didn't I expose them both? Which is part of the reason I decided to write you this story after all. Oh, okay. Hi, Jarek. <laughs> this seems oddly familiar. Yikes. <laughs> Don't use me as your gateway. What the fuck? Don't use me that way. Wow, okay. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> well, anyway, like, I'm sure she deleted those emails. A fun fact, though. A fun fact. He still tries to whisper me through friends of friends to this day. He says he would love to reconnect, apologize, 
and say he's moved on because, in his words, he has a brilliant and gorgeous IRL wife. (laughs) (laughs) You lying motherfucker, Jerick. Hey, look, Jerick, pro tip, pro tip. Trust me on this. Nobody who is actually married says IRL wife. All right? That's not the bit that should need clarifying. Okay? E-wife, that needs some clarification. But IRL wife, nobody says that. Sorry, bro. (laughs) Nobody says that. A message to Jerick if you are listening. If she's so beautiful, I'll gladly take her off your hands. Well, we would like to hear about that. There's a smiley face with it. There's a smiley face with that. Well, well, well. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> Episode two, please. I hope you managed to escape further ire from Emma that she had a lovely birthday and that you all have a great weekend. We will have a great weekend. We will. We will indeed. We have good plans this weekend. Thank you for your little story. And uh, hey, let us know if you kept those pictures. A guy I wouldn't need to ask. A guy received nudes. He's probably kept them. Uh, but I wonder, would you have kept them? That's the question. <laughs> My God, God damn. God damn. <laughs> I say God damn. Right, now our guy, a man in need. Right, why am I calling this a man in need? Because the actual story that I've been sent here isn't titled this. It's in fact titled The Tale of Becoming Elitist well becoming an elitist meter maid and back again and the lessons i learned during the burning crusade so we have a story here about our guy encountering various scenarios throughout tbc now i'm gonna let you know that i need five guild names correct we're gonna go through five different guilds in one expansion okay so that's on you guys to chip in there let's just get started on this because you guys are going to be so troubled by this one uh so so troubled let's get the name box going yeah right we need quite a few names for this uh we need this one which will be nourish nourish is we need a raid leader friend who will be tandy beautiful um and five guild names all right Right, I'll let you know when the names are coming. Chaperones, the jumblers. I quite like that. The plucky ducks. <laughs> okay, Nourish and Tandy. Okay. I have to be clear. Sometimes some of you guys send me stories and I really do at the end of it think you're the asshole and you don't realize it. I kind of, I'm going to leave it to the audience to decide. Let's see. Uh, but just, you know. Introduction then. I have listened to all of your drama times. I loved every single one of them. Hopefully this one is up to par. I've been thinking of writing it for a long time. And most of my drama is from Vanilla and the Burning Crusade. And it's not like the memory gets better. Don't play. I don't play currently. Hopefully the Shadowlands will be as good as Legion. The name section is well. The names are for you to use. Enjoy. And we will. Okay. Sorry for bad English. It's my third language. Weird flex, but okay. I started playing MMOs in 1999 with EverQuest. And then Dark Age of Camelot. A game I always wanted to play. That's me talking. I always wanted to play Dark Age of Camelot. I'm that guy. I am the guild's turbo nerd. We all know who it is. Every one of you here right now, it might even be you, has a guild turbo nerd. The nature of the beast. Everyone's got one. I play all day, every day. (laughs) I'm not really good at reading social cues sometimes. But anyway, I bought World of Warcraft on release. But I quit quickly because I noticed that I didn't lose XP when dying. Which meant that scrubs could reach max level. However, I later learned of a girl that had 8 level 50-ish mages on her account. Because she thought level 50 plus was too hard and always died. So I guess not losing XP on death can still prevent some people from capping. Alright. Here we go. When visiting... (laughs) 
<laughs> Get your question marks ready, believe me. When visiting a real-life friend about six months after release, I saw what it was all about. I saw a Molten Core raid with 39 other people all talking on voice comms. I wanted this. I needed this. I had to have it. So I asked him, can I play with you? Yes. What classes do you need? He said, warriors are always in need for us. And thus, I became a warrior. I did what I thought was normal and took three weeks off from work. <laughs> Level to 60 to get into raiding. The first raid I ever took part in was Razorgore. I was to help the hunters kite with Piercing Howl. I didn't see Molten Core until quite a bit later. We had a DKP system, but for some reason, tanks got priority on all the loot but still had to pay. So at the end of vanilla, I had minus 400 or so DKP. I don't know if that's a lot or not. If it would have been my Burning Crusade guild, that would have been horrendously bad. I think you've got in like 10 or something something small like that but some people have crazy numbers with thousands so I don't know if that's a lot or not but it sounds like it's a lot it was fun our guild was pretty serious it had quite some restrictions damage meters and other add-ons aren't allowed because they cause lag I didn't question this since I was new to the game I had only been raiding for a little while I was just a newbie trial. But I was in because of my RL friend. So it was good. <coughs> Boomer PCs. No, that's a lie. Damage meters never caused lag as far as I know. Except for during... Oh. Early Burning Crusade. Oh, he might be telling the truth, actually. Was it recount? One of the damage meters that we all used was absolutely fucked at the beginning of the Burning Crusade. And did cause lag. So there might actually be some sliver of truth in there. There might be some... I think it was Skada. I remember during Karazhan, Skada, or Recount, one of them was fucked, and it just destroyed the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think... There, I, 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 originally, I would have called bullshit on that, and the GM was just hiding damage meters, but that actually might have some truth to it. So that's okay. Anyway. The only add-ons that were definitely allowed and were enforced was CT mod. Never forget. And decursive, <laughs> which didn't really function as it used to. But from my EverQuest days, I needed more. Something I always liked to do was log everything that ever happened. It had helped me in the past in always going back to find information. So I installed a text and combat logger to record all chat conversations that I would see in game. It shouldn't interfere with lag since it was all being done local. Yep, Turbo Nerd. <laughs> I have known so many people who've done this. <clears throat> in vanilla, we cleared everything besides Cthoon. We did several bosses in Nax. We ended up on Thaddeus. We couldn't kill Thaddeus because people couldn't figure out left and right. Been there. And four horsemen because we lacked geared tanks. We did end up as the number two alliance side. What's that, like World 8 million? Something like that. Somewhere around there. So I thought I was in a pretty decent guild. I would also take the time to arrange AQ-20 and Zulgar upgrades on the side for alts and stuff. So I was known around the server for being a decent tank, a semi-fair raid leader, and then the Burning Crusade happened. The burning of all the guilds. The raids were shrinking down to 25 man from 40, which meant there were a lot a lot of displaced raiders. Right, what was guild number one? I need guild number one. It was the pickle fuckers, right? Or the plucky pickles, something like that. <laughs> In the Burning Crusade, I was tying of, tired of the blight, bright blight brigade. All right. In the Burning Crusade, I was tired of playing my warrior. I leveled a mage. But I was told by the guild that if I wanted to switch to mage, with all the changes that are happening with the raid size and the roster and things, I needed to get the approval of the mage class leader to join as a mage. He said, go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh well. 
<laughs> the guild had a two-month period <laughs> for people to level to max before raiding started. Now, be me being me, you could probably imagine, I was capped, attuned, and getting ready for Karazhan much quicker than everybody else in the guild. And thus, I decided it was tied time to go and start raiding Karazhan. Like the old days, you know, when I used to organize AQ20 and Zulgarub raids. The guild didn't like this at all. A debate started very quickly of demoting me for starting raiding before the official start date and being a shit-stirrer. Even though, and I want to be clear on this, the guild master and several officers had signed up to be in the Karazhan raid. Oh well. Better play ball. So I leveled my warrior as well. Got him attuned before other people capped. During this time, I found a lot of add-ons when I was watching videos. Lots and lots of add-ons that people were using. Add-ons that were good for nerds like me. Add-ons that allowed me to analyze things. I added damage meters and so on. And when the guild was set to do official Kara raids, I could record all the data. When the sign-ups were put out, I had been put into... Which team is he in? Which team is he in? I was put into team two. <laughs> I was shocked! Me? Moi? Two capped characters already? Add-ons installed? Team two? I love your broken English, by the way, because you literally typed here. Just if you're listening. But when looking at the rooster... He means roster, but it's funny because it's so well professionally written, this story. But when looking at the rooster, I noticed from my analysis of logs... Team 2 was actually better than Team 1. I knew these players could fucking play. We had a couple of random stragglers that I could put in on farm days, but my top 10 progress team was pretty crisp. While doing these Kara runs, I noticed something that I hadn't really seen before during vanilla. None of our Warlocks did damage. I don't mean low damage. I mean they didn't do damage. Like, nothing at all. Obviously, I was asking them about it. They said, Shut the fuck up, we've been through this a million times. But our job, as has been told, is to maintain curses and make sure that the imp is alive. We've had to do this throughout all of vanilla. <laughs> I was a bit baffled. <laughs> Curses last for a really long time. I mean, you could surely wand or cast some spells in between. No! No! We've been through this. We've been through this through AQ, through Nax Ramus. Our job, according to our Warlock class leader, is curses and the imp. That's our job. So I benched them. <laughs> After they refused to do damage. Because they said they've had this war before and they're not going through it again. Good stuff. Well, anyway, with these guys benched and the stragglers benched, Team 2 smashed the shit out of Karazhan easily by week 2. While Team 1 was still at the Opera event for close to two months. The inevitable, of course, happened. We need to... Jiggle up the teams a little bit. It's a bit one-sided. Um, we're gonna just we're gonna merge. Uh, we're gonna merge teams and you know swap some players around. According to Team One, the reason they had never managed to get past the Opera event was, of course, RNG. They were always getting Red Riding Hood, and as everybody told in the guild, Red Riding Hood is by far the hardest opera event of them all. I mean, you do have to run in a circle. That's pretty big. Whew. <laughs> RNG, bro. What was the hardest? TBC nerds. Which one was actually the hardest opera event? Red Riding Hood wasn't hard at all. I would say Red Riding Hood was actually the easiest. Or one of the easiest. Romeo, correct. I give it to Trucia. Romeo, if you do... You guys might not know, if you did, certainly if you didn't do Karazhan like week one, but Romeo week one, one shot the fucking tank. Like, that was a joke. <laughs> like, we had a tank covered in potions and stuff. Good player. 
Romeo would just fuck your tank up, like, in a big, big way. As, as the healer of the tank, it used to drive me insane. Romeo was a fucking pain in the ass. Anyway. <clears throat> During this two-month period, most of our warlocks left the guild. They were not getting raid invites, and they didn't like that they were being ridiculed for, for a guild rule that they had fought against during an entire vanilla expansion, the original game. At the end of all this, there was literally one warlock left in the guild, the class leader, the only one who was allowed to do damage. <laughs> what a shocker. When we came to Gruul's Lair, it was decided that I had to be the main tank. I had the best gear. This went fine. We killed him easily. But following Gruul, Gruul came Magtheridon. Some of you may know, Magtheridon is typically done for first kills with five warlocks in the raid. Four minimum. We had one warlock. And he was on holiday to finish his engineering degree. In other words, we're completely fucked. Me and three others began to search for Warlock Trials. We came up with a plan. We're going to start running heroic TBC dungeons, which as you recall were very hard, to find Warlocks who could keep mobs CC'd while doing damage. We weren't telling them what we were looking for, but if we noticed them doing it and doing it well, then maybe we could find some good quality players. And we found quite a few of them. We came back to the guild with a list of names. These Warlocks were willing to join, they had the skills. They had the ability. Let's just fucking get this baby going, baby. No. It is a guild rule that only the class leader can invite members of that class. And he's on holiday. So we're just not going to progress at all. Okay. That's a guild rule. Mm. 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 Fuck off. So for another month, we farmed Karazhan and Gruul's Lair. One of my officer friends leaves to join another guild on another server. He got all kind goodbyes, wished good luck, and so on and so forth. He actually, it was so nice that I thought to myself, going to another guild, that's not a bad idea at this point. We're doing things in a bad way. We're getting pretty silly. Maybe it's time to move on. But server transfer... Mm. So I decided to contact Nourish, the GM of the Science Boys. They were a lesser guild, not going to deny. They had often been the point of mockery for our guild. But I just sent her a message like, can I join? No worries. Nourish was up for it. Now, Nourish isn't a friendly guy, ladies and gentlemen. Nourish is a fucking raging raid leader. <laughs> he is the epitome of the minus 50 DKP guy. Yet, he has a Manchester accent. Thanks. So he play And he's playing video games most of the time because he's on house arrest from some violent escapade at football. <laughs> Sign me up. Let me in. <laughs> Oh, I can play all the time. I'm not allowed to leave the house. <laughs> We're still at red alert. Good. We're still at red alert. All right. Good shit. We're still at red alert. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. He's fair. He's fair. The rules were clear. We're very easy to follow. Don't fuck up. If you have a good idea about something we're doing, then let us know. But be warned, if your idea is shit then you're going to be the point of mockery. All right? Sounds good. I passed my trial. I made my post. Goodbye. I'm moving on. I wish you all the best. I celebrated that night by going out with some friends, looking forward to a big change in my favorite hobby. When I got back home, I checked the forum to see all the wishes of good luck and so on that I'd seen my friend get. <clears throat> Only to find that apparently I was a traitor. I should kill myself. I should go and choke on some dicks and die. Uh, I was shocked. And angry. But I didn't know how to deal with it. 
So I did something I regret. I posted all the text conversations that I had saved of the officers taking the piss or calling out other members of the guild. <laughs> You're the main tank! Of course people are pissed! How did you not see this coming? Are you out of your mind? Of course they're all oh, the main tanks leaving. Awesome. Awesome. Well, d cool, dude. Yeah, without warning either. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> I posted all the officer chat. Everything that anyone ever trusted me with. I just spilled the beans. I even posted how the guild leader had kicked a guy for stealing from the guild bank. But it wasn't true. The guild master had just taken stuff so he could blame it on him. He was really kicked because he broke up with the girl who had been organizing our guild bank. <laughs> I posted how some people disliked other people. I had no interest in this slander, but I had saved it just in case. So after making what I would describe to you as a substantial post about most people in the guild, I went to bed and had a sleep. When I woke up the next day, the thread was 25 pages long. It was insane. The guild collapsed. And, well, I'd already had an invite to a new guild, so I was fine. There you go. <laughs> now, this is the lesson he learned. So after each of these guilds, that's guild one, right? We've got five guilds. That's guild number one. There's a lesson he learned. Do you agree with this? This is the lessons he learned. Lesson learned. This is written in, like, bold caps lock. Lesson learned. Main tanks aren't popular when leaving guilds without warning. Yes, that's true. Uh, but you, you shouldn't need to go through this to realize that. One would hope. One would hope. All right, we're moving on to the science boys. <laughs> now, we join the science boys. This guild had warlocks. And it had children in it. This guild was actually known on the server as being the trash guild. But they still had good progress. But people fucking hated the science boys. Mainly, they didn't like Nourish. So he had to come up with a new policy to get members of recruiting people under 18. <laughs> there was more swearing in this guild than anything I had ever seen or been a part of in my entire life. I was promoted to the main tank again, and we quickly rose to Alliance first on the server. Most of the original Team 2... That, had, that I hadn't insulted in my post, they came as well. So we had a good solid team. However, the Horde, of course, were completely shitting, of us, shitting on us. So after a month or two, Nourish, in the middle of the raid, disbanded the guild. People were a bit shocked. What the fuck is going on? To which Nourish replied... I can't be fucked dealing with the complaints about you guys anymore. <laughs> and just left comps. That's a guy who's had enough. I'll be honest with you. You're all assholes, And I just can't be fucked anymore. <laughs> I just can't be fucked. <laughs> I can imagine that this guy, this raid leader, this guy, Nourish, just, is just playing his game and pink messages are coming all the time. Your guy is homophobic. This member is racist. This member stole something of me. This member is putting things on the auction house, like bullets, where it looks like 100 and it's actually 10. All that shit is going on all the fucking time. He's like, I've had enough. I fucking can't stand it. I'm out of here. There we were. Stood inside Serpent Serp Shrine Cavern. Tempest Keep only had one boss left to go. Literally all the best players on our server on the Alliance side had no guild. So a lesson learned there. It's tiresome to run a guild of shitheads. Fact. <laughs> That's a fact. I'm now between guilds. I don't really feel like raiding. So we were a few that started doing arenas which were becoming popular. And just having fun. However, after two to three weeks, something happened. A message in the pink. A new guild is starting. From the remnants of that dis once disbanded great guild. One problem though. It was a guy none of us liked at all. Was an absolute bellend. 
And the idea of him out progressing us really got on our nerves. So we thought, fuck it. We're going to make our own guild just to beat his guild. So I contacted the old officers saying this is why we're making the guild. And they all came through. Right, what's the name of guild three? <coughs> what's the name of guild three? We're making our own guild. The Banter Brigade. All right, I like that. The Banter Brigade. Let's go with that. Let's go with the Banter Brigade. All right. I became guild leader. Master of my own domain. I made myself raid leader and the main tank. I gave myself six officers to delegate to. Three of which were nice guys. Three of which were complete elitist bastards. Basically, I had the deciding vote. And I made clear that I could overrule their vote. However, we only really have me and officers. No members. To general chat we go. We're spamming people who want to join the raid. If they do good, then maybe they can join the guild. Our first raids weren't with a full group, but it was still better than other guilds on the realm. I and I alone am the loot council. I still to this day maintain that I gave out loot fairly. I'm not joking. I had a simple system. I would link an item that had dropped. If people wanted the item, they should link their current item and I would be the judge of who got the most from the upgrade. I gave out items fairly to guildies and pugs alike. It was one of the biggest ways we got new recruits. The system worked fairly well. I did have one rule. Don't talk about loot during fights. Bring it up when it drops. Or you'll be kicked from the raid and G-kicked. Just don't fucking bring up loot. Now, people knew how serious I was. How I didn't really take well to jokes. Which made them really happy. They would tell Trials that if they wanted loot, they needed to whisper me during the fights. <laughs> Even if I had specifically said it would be done after bosses were dead. I even had G-Kick hotkeyed at a certain point as they managed to get several members of the raid team kicked in one evening. I started to get a reputation for not being the nicest raid leader. <laughs> to be fair, look, <laughs> to be fair, in what it was a guild rule in my guild that you weren't allowed to gammon because it made the raid leader lag if people used the gammon thing. So when we had new trials, I would tell them if they could use their gammon toy so I could use the mirror on it because I hadn't got the toy yet. <laughs> but, but they're not going to get kicked for that, right? You know what I mean? I'm not going to get them kicked out of the raid. I'm not going to get them that happening to them. I'm just going to have a bit of a giggle. <laughs> just a bit of a giggle as the raid leader goes, turn that off. I didn't get anybody kicked, right? It was just a bit of a laugh. And I'm pretty sure the other members started pre-warning people about it. Anyways. <clears throat> with a 15 to 20 man guild, we did end up being first on the alliance side. Again, good times. But I couldn't handle it. It was too much stress. I burned out of running this guild. How long do you think he lasted? How long do you think he lasted? One week? No. They got, they, you can't be that low. They managed to get to the first in the alliance. And they did some recruitment runs and things. I got completely burned out after two months. <laughs> the guild lasted two months. From zero to first to dead in two months' time. Two months! After two months, I had had enough. So I quit the guild. I gave GM to Nourish. He disbanded the guild the week after, citing that once again he couldn't be asked. Lesson learned from this guild then. It's annoying to be the GM, MT, and the loot council, etc. It is, isn't it? If only you had officers to delegate that shit to. Imagine. What the fuck were your officers doing? <laughs> Honestly. What the fuck? So guild number four. We need a name. We need a name. Oh, we'll keep Banter Brigade. We never really brought them up. I had played Tank. Since forever. I've been a tank since day one. Sometimes I would go DPS during the later times, but 
I was a tank. I thought, well, if I'm going to take a step back and join, in my own words, a lesser guild. I'm going to join a lesser guild. All right. I only want to raid three days a week. Then I'm going to do it as a healer. I had never been a raid healer, so I thought, why not? I had played Priest in Arena. How hard could it possibly be? So I applied to the Banter Brigade, and they accepted me. When I say it was a lesser guild, it was a huge, huge step back. They were just about to start progressing Gruel. That's fine, I told myself. I can relax here. I can just have fun. No stress, no yelling. I wasn't going to be micro-managing everybody. I'm not going to analyze logs. I mean, Gruel is so easy. It was killed in like week one. How hard can it be? This was now like, what, six months after I had killed Gruel for the first time? But I was in for a treat. Since I had been a guild leader, a loot counselor, raid leader, I had a good knowledge of all the classes. What items were good, what specs were good, etc., and during one of our progress pulls on Gruel, our main tank died and started ranting at the healers. At me. He'd been one shot, I was sure of it. So I check. Sure enough, our main tank has died to a crushing blow. Hmm. It's your fault you died. How is it my fault I died? I'm the tank. You're supposed to heal me. You got crushing blowed. You're not supposed to have that happen. You're supposed to stop that happening. How, idiots? Heal me. So I pull up the logs. <clears throat> I link him. You're wrong. I told him, look, why don't you just go and spec improve shield block and so on and put a bit more defense up. He told me I was a fucking idiot. Permission! To pull out the warrior. And I did. I whip out my warrior. Tank it easy as fuck. Healers. They're barely having to touch me. Our other tank is getting angry at this point. He blames gear. You're overgeared. You've got items from Gruul. Ergo. Tanky Gruul is easy. We'll play it cool, I say. I sent him some gold to respec. I said I'd help him. And next week, sure enough, we get the kill with him tanking. It was after this defining moment that the rest of the guild saw my value. And I was promoted to the healing officer. Which was basically herding goats. Not my comfort zone. Taking this seriously is, of course, a turbo nerd word. I sat down and analyzed each of my healing team. None of them had any form of grid or healing unit frame installed. Most of them could only heal one target through the fight. Instead of having to swap and move at the same time was very difficult for them. My best AoE healers were the ones that could cast Chain Heal. <laughs> Some were keyboard turners, etc, etc. There would be training sessions. And I held training sessions for our healers. It worked for some, but not for all. But all was good. My Dwarven Priest would carry the rest of the burden. I got to decide how the healers would heal cooldowns to be used and i still had the high-end challenge i craved for without high-end raiding itself i regularly was top of the healing meters as you might imagine and it was fun and challenging they were all friendly we all had a good time but then we got to illidan Stormrage. the big cheese a horny beast a whisper in the pink once again it's nourish. Sunwell had been out for a while now. Blizzard had announced nerfs were coming. Nourish didn't want to wait for the nerfs. He had come up with an idea. He wanted to make, in his words, a full elite guild to defeat Kill Jaden before the nerfs. He had gotten the all clear from most of the best players from all of the top guilds on the realm. He had chosen the roster specifically to defeat all of the Sunwell. We were to get the good geared shamans, all of the rogues that had glaives, 
and he wanted me on my priest. I didn't really want to. But the prospect of just swapping over and killing Kiljane, that sounded pretty good. Okay, this is what we're going to do, Nourish. I'm going to ask our raid leader, Tandy. Is it okay? Bear in mind what happened earlier in our tale. Is it okay if I take a leave of absence from the guild for two weeks to raid with a different guild? And when we're done, I'll come back to my guild. Who's on Illidan. Now, put yourself in the shoes of these guild masters. Hi, I'm your healing officer, best healer, and organizer of all the healing on these fights. You're about to start Illidan Stormrage, the final boss of the Black Temple that we've spent months progressing. Is it okay if I disappear for a couple of weeks to raid with a better guild? And then... I'll come back and raid with you guys. <laughs> Since I knew from starting my old guild that getting a guild started was the hardest part, my thought process was if we get everybody together that the guild will just kind of run on its own from then. It's not as if he's getting 20 specifically. Now that I knew that Tandy was always angry when I went on vacations. I had taken a couple of vacations over the course of our progress, but every time I did, the guild would get stuck on the boss or not even be able to reclear some bosses that were on farm. But I thought, I'll just ask, because it's like I'm going on vacation from the guild, right? It's just like, just think of it as me going on an actual holiday IRL. Yes, I'm still online all the time, on the character, from the guild, and raiding at the same time as you're raiding, but... Think of it mentally like I'm on holiday and not doing any of those things. I will come back and I'll tell him, I promise I'll be back at the latest after two weeks. To my surprise, he said, yeah, sure. I didn't like this. I thought, fuck. I was kind of hoping he would say no. That would give me a good reason to tell Nourish that I can't. That my guild needs me. But they'd given me the green light, like, flippantly. So I told Nourish, yeah, Tandy says it's fine. I could join you for two weeks. To make sure it was clear, I put it on the forum. Guys, I'm leaving. <laughs> but I'll come back in two weeks' time after I kill Kill Jaden. Don't worry. <laughs> you know as it turned out Tandy thought I was joking and his answer wasn't being serious it turned into a shit show almost immediately so many of the guildies completely shit all over me I got mad about it I got so mad when I saw many of the guildies shitposting me, telling me that I was a traitor again, and once again telling me to kill myself. People who I had raided with. People who I had seen positive, write positive notes when other raid members had left the guild. People who were supposed to be nice, but no, and this is his words, but no, not me. I felt the only reason they're angry at me is because I won't carry them. I know that they had issues when I'm not around, but really? I can't take two weeks off? Why can't I just get a friendly goodbye or even see you in two weeks? Well, I've been in this scenario before. So I knew what to do. I posted the private messages again. From people shitting on each other. I posted it all. Fuck them. Fuck them. I've been carrying them for so long. Fuck them. I had actually been very happy in this guild. I had been so happy in this friendly, relaxing environment. And the only reason I was leaving, the only reason I was leaving was just to help a friend. That's it. It would be two little weeks. Two little weeks. And then I'd come back and continue raiding with them. I thought in my mind the image I projected was that we would kill Illidan together, we'd have a giggle together, but no. 
just to point out before we go any further, you 100% with this line point out they can't possibly progress without you. You know that, yet you're not clicking it together. You know that 100% this kill is fucked until you come back. And you're still not clear why they're pissed. <laughs> you're still not putting it together. You're still not putting it together why there might be an adverse reaction. But no, there was drama. And the drama even got taken to the Blizzard forums. They posted screenshots of texts and whatnot. Well, that was it. Got myself a new guild. <laughs> Lesson I learned this time. Are you ready? Key members aren't popular when leaving guilds without warning. Also, double check if people are being sarcastic. <laughs> Have you noticed the theme with the lack of warning? Have you noticed the theme? I'll post it here. Like I'll put it in the chat. Like That's word for word. Lesson learned. <laughs> Double check. Are you being sarcastic? I should have done that the other day when I got asked to heal Nazoth. I thought they were being sarcastic. Nope. <laughs> nope. <clears throat> There's a problem with Guild 5. The elitist guild. These were all the guys who had agreed to abandon their current guilds just to kill Kill Jaden. It was a guild full of pricks. Bastards. Cocks. And every single one of them was so fucking toxic. <laughs> this one guild killed all the top guilds in our realm. But we did clear the Sunwell in two weeks. <laughs> Clearing it before nerf. And that was it. Nobody would have any of us back. I quit the Burning Crusade immediately after this. <laughs> I never got to kill Illidan. It's better than Gil Jaden, just letting you know. I never got to kill Illidan until Legion, when there was a time-walking event. Really wasn't the same. Illidan had, Illidan had been my favourite character in the Warcraft universe. This was a roller coaster of an expansion. I loved my previous guild. I loved the people there. But I think I grew as a person from all the drama and shit that I went through in the Burning Crusade. Lesson learned after Guild 5. Being an overpowered guild is boring since the fun is in the challenge. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's, uh, that's not a good lesson. That's not the truth at all. <laughs> Have you seen the world first race at all? Lots of challenge though. Anyway, after the Burning Crusade. So I played Wrath of the Lich King. I ended up rejoining the Friendly Guild. I had to make many, many, many apologies. I didn't join the raid team, but some friends made a hard mode challenge raid, which was fun in Ulduar. We made a 10-man Cataclysm Guild for the hard mode Wrath team, which failed because 10-man wasn't balanced. True. We were, however, the top 50 pure 10-man guilds while we lasted. However, when 25-man guilds started doing 10-man with 25-man gear, it all went to shit. Yes, it did. I played Mr. Pandaria a bit. Didn't like it. Played Wad a bit. Didn't like it. Played entirety of Legion with a guild that was made up of old friends. Played the start of Battle for Azeroth, but due to re-rolling two times because I saw that the raid would succeed more, I got burned out farming Azerite and other stuff. I did some 99 passes as a healer. But remember, Eve, uh, my final lesson to everybody listening to this right now. Here's the final lesson. Are you ready? Remember, even if you were a good player, in my opinion, the biggest challenge is carrying shit players. And if they are nice, what else do you need? It provides a challenge and a good time. The end. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> the biggest challenge you can find <laughs> is carrying shit players. Mm. <laughs> well, there you go. Many lessons learned. I don't agree at all in any way, shape, or form. That's horrific. That is absolutely horrific. Uh, but there you go. <laughs> Learn nothing. You've learned nothing. Guilty. Guilty. Drop the hammer on that man. 
ladies and gentlemen, as I said, that does bring us to the end of Drama Time this week. I will leave it to the YouTube comments to come to some conclusions on that tale. It's a journey and a half, a journey and a half. But thank you very much uh, for being here on this Friday, fine Friday afternoon. I think the clocks have changed uh, so for some of you. So those of you who made it, awesome. Uh, and I will see you again on Monday. Uh, hopefully we're going to be killing the Zoth next week and that will be the end of BFF, BFA for me. And of course, we are hoping and praying that Shadowlands is going to appear in, uh, at least in, in my client, soon. Soon. That'd be good. Thank you, everybody. Be good. If uh, Oh yeah, if Shadowlands does come out, there'll probably be a stream over the weekend. My wife and family are fully prepared for when I will disappear into the cocoon, the cave, when Shadowlands Alpha does come out. So if, watch out for that, but you'll know because Alpha will be about. All right. Be good, ladies and gentlemen. See you on Monday. Bye-bye.